Hey friends, how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Dafka Falak, Dafka 101, Masechta Ksubis, friends. Well, today, I don't know, what are we doing today? We're talking about Mema Enes, Shnia, Ilonis, it's like we're back in Yavomis. Alright, and then we're gonna, let's see, maybe we'll just try to finish the Perik. Maybe let's just try to do that. Let's try to finish the Perik today. And then we'll be getting up to the 12th Perik of Masechta Ksubis, which is pretty exciting. Getting towards the end, of course, we got another 12 pages or so left, so let's do it. Says the Mishnah and the Kufam would base. Of course, the Mimaenes is a Katana who's married Midrabonu. Katana who's married Midrabonu. So if a, if you have a uh, minor girl, her father could marry her off Mida Oraisa, but we did see, what was that? No, where did we see this? Andaf, uh, where did we see this? Oh, come on, where, what was that? What was, Nunzainam and Bayes, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we saw in Daphne and Zainu that even though Mida Orisa, a father, could marry off his daughter who was a minor, um, we don't do that practically speaking. But nonetheless, if a father marries his uh, minor daughter off, she's married Mida Orisa. Now, if the father is dead, or he's actually son Yavama said there could actually be another situation where she's a Almona Bechaye Avia or something like that. No, a Yusoma Bechaye Av, something like that. Anyways, um, if the father dies and then, um, the mother or brother marries her off, so that's only Midra Bonan, and she could just leave at any time. That's what's called Mima Enes Hashniya. We learned about Shniyas Larais in Mesech the Yivamis. Those are, um, Arais Midra Bonan. Like, I think your mother's mother or something is Midra Bonan, I think. I think, <laughs> I think the last time we had a Shniya, I also wasn't sure, and I, I threw out that guess. Vailonis, as well as an Ilonis. Ilonis is a girl who will never reach puberty and will never be able to have children. Ain loin ksuba, so they do not receive a ksuba uh, if they get divorced or widowed or anything. Velo Paris, and uh, as Rashi explains, Paris means, right, we said Paris, right, we said the pidiona tachas perosel, that, um, that the husband needs to redeem his wife if she is taken captive in exchange for the fact that he can eat the fruits of the Nechzei Melub. So, but that wouldn't be the case in Mima Eneshni and Ilonis. Vilomizonis, if they are widowed, they don't get, um, uh, uh, you know, groceries paid for. Vilobloyis, and uh, they don't get back their, right, if they, um, if they, if she brought in, um, like, clothing as part of the Nechzei Tzon Barzel, so they don't go back to her, um, uh, if they get divorced, Now, if um, the fellow married her knowing from from the beginning that she was an Ilonis, well then, So then, she would receive a Ksuba. If a Kohen Gadol marries a widow, which of course we know from Sechti Yivomis is not allowed, or if a divorcee or a Chalutzi um, uh, marries a Kohen Hejit, oh, Mamzeris and Asina the Yisrael, Basisol the Nosson the Mamzer, or a Mamzeris or an Asina who marries a Yisrael, or a Basisol who marries a Nosson or a Mamzer, Yeshlam Ksube. They have a Ksube. Rashi says, at least in the context of the Kohen Gadol, but I assume it applies to others as well, 
that because in this case, you know, the she knows that right, she doesn't want to marry him because she'll be a halala, the children will be halalim. Um so she doesn't want that. So but um he kind of convinces her because he wants it. So therefore she's entitled to her ksuba. Says the Gemara, Rav Tani Kitani Yotza beget in Lok Subi, Bhoshkin Ma'inis. So Rav teaches that if you have a Kitana who's married Mida Oraisa, and therefore the way to dissolve that marriage would be via a get, meaning she was married off by her father Mida Oraisa. So in Lok Subi, she nonetheless, when she if she gets divorced, she does not receive Ksubi. Bhoshkin Mima Enes, and certainly a Mima Enes, who just bezounces the um, marriage. Because um, she's only married Midor Abonon, so then she would not receive a Ksuba Shmuel Tani, Mima Enes, in the Ksuba Avalyotza, Beget Yesh Ksuba. Whereas Shmuel teaches that um, Mima Enes doesn't have a Ksuba. But if she's married by her father Midor Araise, um, and she, the marriage is only, can only be desired, dissolved by way of a get, Yesh Ksuba, so then she would receive a ksuba if they get divorced. Vaz the Shmuel with timing, and Shmuel uh, goes according to his reasoning. Dama Shmuel that says Shmuel mima enes ain lo ksuba that a mima enes does not receive a ksuba when she leaves. However, yotze beget yesh lo ksuba. But if she leaves with a get, right? If she's married to Raisa and the marriage must be divorced, uh, the, the 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 dissolved by way of a get, so then she receives a ksuba mima enes lo paslam in achin. So. If uh, she's a, a married Midor Abonin as a Ketana, um, and she leaves, so she could still marry one of the brothers, right? It's not considered um, Achos Ish. Yeah? Uh, well, no, there will be Ashes Och, essentially. Velo Paslam and Kihuna, and she wouldn't, right, if, um, right, she wouldn't be considered a divorcee, so she could still marry a Koyin. Yotza beget, but if she gets divorced with a get, well then Paslam and Achin, so then, excuse me, Babylon. So then, um, so then, Pasamanachin, so right, since so she wouldn't be able to marry any of the brothers, it would be Ashes Och, who Pasamanachuna, and she would not be able to marry a coin. Mima Enes, if she just bezounces, so then she does not need to wait three months to get, uh, remarried. Yotz beget. But if she gets divorced by way of a uh, writ of divorce, a get, so then she would have to wait three months to get remarried. Michael Majmalon, Tanina, why do we need this? Don't we already learn in a Mishnah, Kulu, all of these things, that if she's Mima Enes, so then uh, uh, he could still marry um, her uh, relatives. She could still marry his relatives. And she is not um, uh, uh, disqualified for marrying a coin. Nosen lo get. If he gives her a get, who also becrovel sale, then he um, is forbidden to her uh, relatives. Via sur becrovel, and she's forbidden to his relatives. Ufasum anakuhuna, and she is no longer allowed to marry a coin. Tzrichalam tingemul chadoshim. It's tzrichale tilotnan. So answers the Gemara. Well, there's one thing missing in that Mishnah. What's missing in that Mishnah is. Um, the thing about waiting three months, that if she receives a get, she has to wait three months. If she's Mima Enes, so then she does not have to wait three months. That's the Nafkamina, and that is why we need Shmuel, and we can't simply rely upon the Mishnah. Excuse me, Babu Yon. Okay, so says the Gemara Lema Let's say that this Machlokas 
between Rav and Shmuel is actually really a machlokas tanoim. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, ain maisek kitana klum, that the actions of a minor are irrelevant. Ve'ain balazakai bimitsiyoso, and her husband um, cannot merit to the things that she finds, not the things that she makes, and not to annul her vows. He does not inherit her. and doesn't become tomitor if he's a coin. So what do we see? The fact of the matter is, right, at the end of the day, she would not be considered his husband at all. The only difference is that she would need to do meun. Which I believe we said in Masech the Yavamas has to be done in front of like three judges or something like that. Meaning she, she, right, she, it's a little bit more than I guess just leaving, um, but she has to do this Mayun process. Okay. But it doesn't involve a get. But other than that, she wouldn't be considered, you know, practically speaking, married, um, for those other reasons. Re- regarding those other reasons. Rabbi Yoshua says, Rabbi Yoshua, punkt fakert, maisek that actually the actions of a minor are relevant. And her husband from Chaparan, the things that she finds, and the things that she makes, and he can annul her vows, and he can inherit her, and he can become tummy to her if she dies. At the end of the day, what's the rule? That uh, actually she would be considered his um, wife, uh, you know, in every manner. The only difference is that instead of getting a get, she um, does meun when they, when you know, if she wants to dissolve the marriage. So, easy. That let's say that Rav, who says that a um, kitana, who even leaves the marriage with a divorce document, still would not receive her ksube, is like Rabbi Yeshua, uh, is like Rabbi Yezer, who says ein maise kitana klum that the actions of a minor are irrelevant. And Shmuel, who says that she would receive her ksuba, is like Rabbi Yeshua, who says, Maise Kitana Klum, that actually the actions of a Kitana are relevant. Um, so with regard to saying that Rab holds like Rabbi Yezer, sure, that there's no, there's no disputing that. Rab, who says that she does not receive her ksuba, is like Rabbi Yezer, who says that ain't Maise Kitana Klum. However, Kipliga Aliba Rabbi Yeshua. But with regard to Rabbi Yeshua, who says, Maise Kitana Klum, so then already, both Rav and Shmuel would argue that they hold like Rabbi Yoshua. Shmuel, Rabbi Yoshua, obviously Shmuel, who says that she would receive her ksuba, holds like um, Rabbi Yoshua, who says, Maise Ketana Klum. Virab, Rav, who says that she does not receive her ksuba, Adkan Lokam Rabbi Yoshua Hasam, the only reason why Rabbi Yoshua says, by Maise Ketana, by um, right, klum. The only reason why Rabbi Shua says klum, that's talking about stuff that um, that um, goes from her to um, him, right? Stuff that she has to give to him, right? So, so anything that she finds would go to him, things like that. So Rabbi Shua says klum with regard to that, because after all, um, when it comes to a kitana, when it comes to a kitana who is getting married midrabanon, so the reason why you know, we allow Midrabonon, her brother and her mother, to marry her off is because we don't want her, you know, we want her to be taken care of. And because we're doing it for her benefit, so we allow him to, you know, get 
might say, Yadea, and that kind of stuff, because after all, the fact that we have this construct is to her benefit. So, you know, once we have that construct for her benefit, you know, because we're doing her a favor, so to speak, she has to relinquish these things to her husband. However, but uh, Rav would argue that something like giving her a get, even Rabbi Yoshua would say that the husband wouldn't have to pay for her get because, you know, um, you know, we're doing, you know, we're doing her a favor. You know, let's say he's doing her a favor by marrying her so that she's not kind of left alone. Um, so he's entitled to like the things that she finds and things that she makes, but, uh, if they get divorced, he would not need to pay her, her ksuba. The Mishnah had said below blows that if, um, right, that if they get divorced, so then, um, she would not get back sort of like garments that she brought into the marriage. So, so it says, that you said to us in the name of Shmuel, that is only that she does not get back the nichsei melug, the property that she brought in. Uh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Right, the property that she did not include in the ksuba that belonged to her. That she would not get back. But the nichsei tzombarzel that she wrote into the ksuba, that she would get back. Isla, she would get that. Havibar pop So Papa says, okay, what, what are we talking about with this statement of um, of Kahana in the name of Shmuel. If we're talking about Mima Enes, where she just leaves the marriage, well, if these garments exist, let her take them back. If these garments no longer exist, so then she wouldn't take them back. And if we're talking about an Ilonis, uh, this uh, girl is unable to have children, if they exist, Shakla, let her take both of them. But if they don't exist, well then I would say Punkt Fakert. So the Nichsei Melog, which are hers, she never wrote them to the Ksuba, so she would be able to um, get compensated for that. But um, the Nichsei Ton Barzel, which she brought into the marriage, and he now has access to them. And he was able to use them. So I would say that those, um, um, she would not be able to get back. Yet, Rufunu um, Bachia is saying that the Nichset Sumbarzal Dafka, she gets back. So, Ela Ashniya. So rather, what um, Shmuel is referring to is the Shniya Slarais. And, and the rabbis kind of um flipped it around that normally the things that he would get, right, the Nikhsit Son Barzel, we say that she gets, and normally the things that she would get, i.e. the Nikhsit Mulug, we say that it goes to him. Umr of Shimi Barashi Shmamino, Midav Khana says Shim Barashi that we see from Rav Kahana, that from the fact that Davka by Ashniya, we say that the um Nikhsay Mulug the husband can keep. Well, that implies that by the by any other woman who is not a Shnia, so then the Nikhse Mulug would go to her. So we see that Ailala Le Glima that if she brings in a garment, Karna Have, the garment would be considered the principal, 
and we can't say that he can keep that he can treat it as fruits and that he can keep on wearing it until it get you know until it's no longer wearable. We don't say that we he, we treat it as fruits and he can keep it. Rather, we treat it as Karen. We treat it as the principal, and she would be able to take it back. But doesn't Rav Nachman say that they would be considered like fruits and not like the principal? Rav Nachman pliga. Look, Rav Nachman is arguing on Rav Kahana. Okay, in Luxube. So, Einlo and Ksube. So, we said that in all those cases, they do not receive their Ksube. Amr Shmuel says, Shmuel, Loshanu ele monim osayim. It says, Shmuel, that's specifically the, the baseline of the Ksube. The monim osayim. Ava Tosefes, Yeshloin. But the Tosefes, um, they would be able to get. The Mimaenes, the Ailones, the Shniya, they would be able to get the Tosefes. Taninam Yochim, we also learn in a price like this. Noshim Shamu Chacham, Einlo and Ksube. The, the women that the Chacham said that they don't get Aksube, Kigona Mima Enes, Vechavosel, like the Mima Enes and friends, ain't Loin Monimosaim, they don't get the Monimosaim, Avol, Tosefes Yeshloin, but they would get the Tosefes, they would get the extra that he added on to the Aksube. Noshim Shom Chacham Yotso Shelob Aksube, but the women about whom the Chacham said that they must leave the marriage and not receive Aksube on the way out, Kigon Overis Adas, for example, if she becomes irreligious, Vechavosel and friends, in learning Tosefes, they don't get the Tosefes, but certainly they don't get the baseline. And a woman who, whose marriage gets dissolved because she had an extramarital relationship, um, so then she can, um, basically, uh, and then she leaves. So, this supports Rufuna, Rufuna, that says Rufuna Zinsa, that if she's Mizana, um, she could still take sort of whatever, uh, um, you know, goods that she has, that she brought in and didn't write into the Ksuba that belonged to her, she can leave with them. Tani Tanakame Dirv Nachman, a Tanatop for Nachman Zinsa, that if she's Mizana, then she actually does lose, um, these garments. She, she cannot take them back. So Rav Nachman says to this Tana, Maybe she had a relationship with somebody else. She was Mizanit, but what did her clothing do? Let her take them. Rather teach, she does not lose her clothing and she could take them out. She, she, uh, her garments and she could take them back with her. That um, this brisa that this teacher taught before Rav Nachman that she that that she does lose her her garments and she can't take them back with her. So that is Rav Nachman Stimta. That is Rav Nachman the Stamo, which is super interesting, right? As Rashi says, Harbe Mashmaus of Nishnu Stam Mishnu Super interesting that many of his teachings have been taught um, unattributed in Mishnayis and Brisis. Um, very, 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 very interesting. We've seen Rabbi Nachum Stimta before. But the rabbis say that if she's Mizana, she does not lose um, these garments and she could take them back with her, this Nechsei Melug. So we had said that if he um, had intentionally married her um, knowing that she's an Ilonis, so then... Um, she receives her ksuba. Amr Huna says of Huna, Ilonis Ishavena Isha. That Nilonis in some ways is considered it has like Ishus, is considered like a wife, and in some ways is not Amono Isha Gemur. Whereas an Amono, 
to a coin gadol, she's entirely considered like a wife. I.e., she will, let's see, uh, essentially means she'll always get a ksuba. Ilonis isha ve'en isha. What does it mean that Ilonis is considered like a wife and also not considered like a wife? So, hikir ba yesh ksuba. Well, if he knew that she was an Ilonis going into it, well, then she'll receive her ksuba on the way out. Lo hikir ba, but if he didn't know that she was an Ilonis and only found out later, ain la ksuba, then she does not receive her ksuba on the way out. Amona, Isha Gemura, whereas it says of Huna that an Amona, a widow marrying a Kohen Gadol, is completely considered like a wife in that, Ben Yikirba, Ben Lo Yikirba, whether he knew that she was an Amona, whether he didn't know that he was an Amona, makes no difference. Yesh Lo Ksuba, she would receive her Ksuba. Rav Omer, whereas Rav says, Achazo, Achazo, Isha Veinu Isha, Ravuda says that no, both when it comes to Ilonis and when it comes to Amon and Kohen Gadol, um, they're considered a wife and not a wife. Hikirba, if he knew that that she was either an Ilonis or a Kohen or a Kohen Gadol uh, or an Amona, Yesh Laksuba, she receives Laksuba. Lo Hikirba, but if he didn't know about it in Laksuba, then she would not receive her Laksuba. We have a of Huna who says that when it comes to Amon and Kohen Gadol, either way she receives her Laksuba. So Konsa Bechezkas Shehi Kain Venimsa Shehi Kain if so we have a price that says that if a Kohen Gadol marries an Amana knowing that she is an Amana, she told him that, that she's an Amana. Benim Sheikain, and sure enough, she is an Amana. Yesh Laksuba, so she receives her Ksuba. Hostoma in Laksuba, but implying that if he didn't know, then she would not receive her Ksuba, whereas Rufuna says that she gets her Ksuba either way. Lotema, Hostoma in Laksuba, no, don't imply that um, Stoma, that if he didn't know, then there's no ksuba. No, I'll say that the implication is that if um, he married her because she told him that she was not an almana, and it turns out that she is an almana, so in that case, she does not receive her ksuba. But but if he just married her and it didn't know that she was an almana, she never told him that she's an almana, she never told him that she's not an almana, it was just stam. So my isla, then she would receive a ksuba. So the implication being, whether um, he knew that she was an Amana at the time, or whether he didn't know, but he found out later, she would receive a ksuba. The only time that she would not receive a ksuba is if she lied to him and said that she's not an Amana. But one second. If we're, if we're saying that, that, um, right, so the Bryce had said that he marries her with the intention, right, knowing that she's an Amana, and it turns out that she's an Amana, we want to say that the implication is, um, that even if you married her stam, in all those cases, she would receive her ksuba. Yesh ksuba, lishma'inan stam. But why, why, why tell us the situation when she says that she's an amana, and sure enough, she is an amana, she gets her ksuba. Tell us the bigger chirish, which is stama, that if he marries her stam and finds out later, she still receives her ksuba. and certainly in a situation where she said that she was an amana, she would get her ksuba. The ode, right, and he went ahead with it anyways, so she would get her ksuba. The ode, and more so, Tani Konsa Biadua, Vinimse's Biadua, it's taught that if she, we learn in the Bryce that if, um, he married her knowing that she is a, um, Amona, Vinimse's Biadua, and obviously she, and then she is an Amona, Yesh Laksuba, she would receive, she would receive her ksuba, Konsa Stam, but if he marries her Stam and finds out later that she's an Amono, Ain Laksuba, she does not receive a Ksuba, Tuvta de Rafuna, So there you go. It's Kasha and Rafuna. That we have a, a Bryce explicitly saying that if he found out later that she's an Amono, so then 
she would not receive her ksuba. Rav Huna Masnisen Ataise, Rav Huna um, got confused by the Mishnah because who saw me to come aflik by Lonis, Vlo come aflik by Almono, that if we look at the Mishnah, our Mishnah definitely makes a chilik by an Ilonis, that it says if you knew that she was an Ilonis, then she gets her ksuba, but if not, then she doesn't get her ksuba, but it didn't, but there was no such uh, um, um, distinction when it came to an Ilon, uh, an Almono, so Mechla, the Almono, Afilu Bistamanami Isla, so therefore Afuna figured by an Almono, there is no such distinction. Whether he knew that she was an whether he found out later, um, she would receive her ksuba. But in the fact, that's not the case. That when the Mishnah mentions an amana, it's on the, what's it, on the back of, on the, on the shoulders of, I don't know. Um, you know, it's going on the momentum of, whatever the word is, of Ilonis. That meaning the Mishnah had made the distinction by an Ilonis that if, he knew that she was an Ilona, she gets the Ksuba. If he didn't know that she's an Ilona, then she doesn't get the Ksuba. And then we mention Amona, so it's the same distinction when applied to Amona as well. Hajun Olach, Amona Nizonis. So that was the Perik Amona Nizonis. And Dav Kuf Aleph, Mesech the Ksuba. So hope you enjoyed. Peace out.